UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Uh, Jim, Jordan obviously went out of that game with the, what was diagnosed as a concussion. Do you have an update on him, and how long do you think he'll be out? I don't know. Uh, uh, I really got into the business of uh, predicting especially when it comes to uh, concussion and being like, Evaluated by the doctors. Coach, we hear a lot about progression in game one to game two. Mm -hmm. After you watched the film, what jumped out the most to you about steps forward taken between those two games? Uh, there was it was it was, a, it was a positive step in a lot of areas. The biggest one was uh, you know, the got the satisfaction of a, of a win. A lot of hard work for you, and, and that will continue this week. What was your Do you expect to have Jordan on Saturday? Uh, again, I'm just not in that, you know, uh, predicting that, that, uh, that my area. I want to ask you, too, you mentioned Chris Wormley on Saturday as a guy you wanted to single out. He's had kind of a breakout first couple games of the year. What, what's been the big difference for him turning the flipping the switch or whatever it might be getting him to where he is now? I think he's a, a very talented player that's, uh, you know, improving, getting better every day. That uh, was was very uh, graphic on, on Saturday, but he played a tremendous game for our best defensive performance was Chris Wormley. You talked about, you know, obviously this team has a long ways to go. For this next step, what, what would be a few things that you'd like to see this team do better? Uh, kind of in the, in the liking of seeing everything get better. You know, a uh, process of team team to start in the season has played two games and platform to get better at, to improve from uh, in, in every area. That's what we're striving to do. About the roughing the kicker call on Saturday, has anyone come forward to you and given you some kind of explanation of what happened on that play and why that was a penalty or why it shouldn't have been called? Uh, not yet. Uh, Joe Carrick's left the game. Is he, uh, do you have any update on Joe, or is he good to go? I think we'll get more information on him today. Right. Darvo and Butt have obviously established themselves as receiving threat. I mean, do you just, if they're open, you keep going to them, or would you like to see other guys develop so that maybe they have to still defend them honestly? Yeah, we'd like, we'd like to see as many develop, all develop, of course. Jim, you're, you're kind of known as a tight end kind of coach, but obviously those guys yeah. are very, <laughs> that's the rumor. Uh, those guys have been very productive so far. What is it about your offense that enables Jake Budd, Ian Bunch, and A.J. Williams to be so productive? Uh, I don't know exactly. Specifically. That a lot of track record. Uh, Developing tight ends and, and them playing well. 
something about the system is good for tight ends and, and other players. You know. Do you create or specifically create mismatches for them specifically? I wouldn't go as far as to say that. I mean, had a lot of good tight ends, you know, and uh, you know it's uh, it's nice to see. You know, coming here, you have a, a very good player in Jake Butt, and it's nice to see the other tight ends getting in, involved and and you know improving. And guys like Ian Bunting, AJ Williams, uh, been contributing. Uh, Henry Poji doing a very nice job. Came over from the defensive side to, uh, in the mix at the pullback tight end position. So uh, Michael Jones is somebody who's, who's developing before our eyes as well. So, uh, yeah, it's it's good, good for a football team to have players develop. You know, like, at the receiver position, at, the, at, the, at all positions, tight end included. Kind of a list of why that is. Was the line as good on film or better as the numbers would indicate from week one to week two? And how has Mason Cole graded out in the first two games? Um, <clears throat> yeah, there, there was the, there was improvement uh, in the interior line. And Mason Cole done good. He's done a good job. Uh, still, things we can things we can improve on, but I think better better performance week two. Three are working through something. Injuries? Working through something, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, any of those long term season ending type of deals? No. No. Um, and Wheatley as well? He's another one. Yep. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. And, and today would be, you know, interesting. I think uh, all all those. Did you mention those names again? Winovich. Winovich. Wheatley. Wheatley. Shellman. Shellman. McCray. McCray. Um, yeah, I mean, there's good, good possibility that two out of those four could be back today. Which two? Um, maybe even three. So we'll, you know, we'll have more information today. Same, same kind of uh, you know, status as, as Joe Carriage. You know, day to day. Over to your left here, Coach. But improving. What have you seen from Tom Strobel from the time that he made the position switch in spring to seeing game action on Saturday? Hmm. Um, it's just a, a real willingness to, to do you know, whatever the coaches uh, advise or a uh, willingness to want to be on the field. Uh, a real, real gung-ho attitude as far as uh, in that regard. So what we did, we dabbled uh, on the offensive side of the ball in the spring, playing some tight end and defensive line, and then over the summer and, and going into training camp, we really focused just on the on the defensive line. And, and just recently, you know, just in the last week, uh, you know, he's come back over to the offense and and uh, you know, just had a moment's hesitation. Hey Tom, what do you think about this? And yeah, anything, anything for the team coach who uh, wants to play. So 
you expect that he'll stay on offense? Uh, it's, I, I, yeah, I do. I do. Uh, you know, but he can, he can do both. That's what a two-way player can do. There's a, there's a real value there for, to the team, and especially with the, with the willing attitude. Right. Uh, we mentioned the offensive line earlier. Was it as simple as better leverage? Uh, why were they Why were they better this week? Uh, Coach Revo really uh, you know, really stressed the the practice uh, and the technique, the fundamentals, and, and practicing the way we we're going to play in the game on Saturday. So it wasn't simple. It was uh, it was a lot of hard work. During the week, and uh, you know, we'll be striving for that again this week. Middle left, Steve. Jim, could you evaluate the play of both replace kicker, Kenny Allen, and punter, Russell O'Neill? And have you ever had an awesome style kicker before? Punter for you? I do an awesome style kicker. Yeah, well, was, uh, but, <clears throat> you know, a lot of the, uh, all the punters are starting to kick. Yeah. I've adapted that into their. Into their game in some form or fashion. Uh, Kenny Allen um, really plays, really plays the way he kicked the ball through the upgrades so, you know, when asked to do so. Uh, also good in, in the kickoff game. You know, really good. Blake, uh, you know, another, another strong performance by, by Blake O'Neill. Um, very happy with uh, you know, the Monumental improvement we've made in the, the operation of the field goal. Uh, the protection, the snap, the hold, and uh, it's, it's probably, we've come as far in that area um, since spring practice, since the start of training camp, as any area on the football team, and it's um, been good. Mass, mass improvement, you know, just in the snap, hold, kick mechanic, and protection. Over to your right in the middle, Coach Max. I know a lot of teams sort of do different kind of ways of presenting scholarships to the walk-up players. Did you guys do anything like that for, for Kenny or anything this fall? Uh, just to, yeah, inform the team. But there was no, like, no fuss made of it? I mean, it's a, it's a, I don't know what you mean by fuss. I think Western did something where they, they kicked an onside kick and the guy recovered it. He just saw it on the ball and said, you've been awarded a scholarship or something like that. But there was no no like elaborate way of telling him. It was just in front of the team. Yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Over to your left here. Drake, Drake Johnson got in the game yeah. on Saturday. How close is he to being pulled out? Was that just to get the, the rust off, really get him in the game speed? Yes, I and mean, that was a that was that was that. Uh, just have a feeling that you know when you haven't played it, uh, in a while because of a because of an injury, uh, your your nervous system can can really. Put your body in a position that you can't recover from if you're not carried. Get the tight fist, almost like an iron fist you pull. Your body, you know, your nervous system does that to your body. It just tightens it up. And again, to be able to get acclimated to the feelings and the emotions of 
playing it game is what we were striving for without putting him in a position to um, let his nervous system get his body in a position that it couldn't recover from. So I think we'll be better better for that this this week and next. So you think he'll he'll definitely be more, I mean, he's available obviously, but he'll be able to have a, a play role. role on Yeah, I'll anticipate that. Okay. In the back of middle coach, Adam? Jim, the, the focus has kind of you know been shifted to Chris Wormley, but there's always been doubt there on the on the D line, and Greg Madison has talked about it for a couple of years. Just your your impressions, uh, you know, Taco Mario both aggressive on Saturday. Just your overall impressions of, of the defensive line and the depth that you do have. Um, yeah, I, I, I would agree with the thing that was just said there, and uh, you know, the best players. Getting the most amount of snaps, you know, really concerned about about that and, and them them developing and, and playing at a high level. More concerned with that than evening out the reps. I want to see the best players out there the, the most. And, and then there's a you know, similar to an offensive line, the defensive line. They're working together in terms of stunts and, and adjustments and communication and uh, leverage. So uh, I, like, I like the fact that players are separating themselves and and uh, ones that are playing at the, at the higher highest level will be out there playing football the majority of the time. Other than other than Chris, is there a, is there a particular uh, D lineman that's impressed you? Yeah, I mean they're they're uh, there's there's de- definitely talent in that in that area. Well, like Henry. And, uh, Alaska uh, yeah. had, a, had a very good ball game. Uh, I like the way he hustles. I like the way he plays. Uh, you know, he's been doing that consistently good. Uh, I would say he'd, he'd be the next from this ball game that really played really well. I think Taco is really starting to uh, come as well. So that's all good for our football team. Coach, I was hoping you could clarify a little bit something that you said on Saturday about uh, Shane Morris not taking the, the snap at the end. Did he not take the snap at the end because you just didn't, I mean, he's a number two quarterback and you don't want to put him in that kind of position just to take a knee or is it because you were hoping that he can maybe redshirt this year? Well, I mean, if there's a possibility, I mean, that's, that, uh, yeah, we would, it's, it's a consideration, yes. You don't know how it's going to play out. You don't have a, you know, a crystal ball, but uh, if you don't need him, you won't play him. Kind of yeah, I mean, I think we're all seeing this exactly how we're, how we're, the way it's taking place. Yeah. You're in control of it. He's a number two quarterback, but not the number two guy going to the game to take two kneel downs at the at the end of the game. So, yeah, okay. I see you. You're shaking your hands. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. You work with, obviously, you work with quarterbacks very closely. With Jake, he didn't have much of a turnover history at all. And others, I know you said that some of the ones in the first game, there was a lot of other things involved with other people as well. But five and two games, is there a concern level that he's that something's changed with him? Is it adapting to your system that there's more? Or is that something you think is going to correct itself? No, uh, 
it's a critical part of the game. We're improving on it, and uh, it's. I don't think he's had a, he's lost a tight grip of his mind in any any way. I mean, he's, he's he's making good decisions. More physical than mental. No, no, no. I mean, detail went thoroughly through uh, what we thought you know, the issue was a week ago, and uh, we're improving on it. Got a couple more. Got time for a couple more questions. We'll start right in front with uh, John. Coach, what do you know about UNLV and preparing for them? Uh, you know, it's good just been watching them. Um, you know, they play with a lot of energy. They play. Uh, they got quick. Fast team. Uh, I, I really like uh, like the way they're coached. They're uh, very impressed with the quarterback, and it's uh, got a lot of energy on their team. I like Tory Sanchez. I like him. I don't know him, but I like him. Uh, I think they're it's a, it's a good group. So where we're at right now is just trying to figure out what we can what we can do against this football team and, and putting our game plan together. Like you, uh, I guess you came from a different background than Sanchez, but mm -hmm. he didn't have a lot of college coaching experience when he took over, and neither did you. How hard is that transition to learn everything involved in the balance of recruiting and all of the different things involved in being a college coach? Well, just dive in and start attacking. I mean, really don't feel like I've learned everything, so this is a process. But yeah, I like that. I like that he's come from a, a non-traditional way of doing it. I like, I like following him. I like, uh, I like watching where where his where his career is going to be like. Um, Had success. He's, he's good. Yeah, I like the way they're playing. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, we got to guard against. Um, yeah. Make sure that we play well. Not being an assistant is not a necessarily a disadvantage. It's a long time college assistant. Uh, I think there's more than there's more than one way to skin a cat. He stepped up. He's doing, he's doing, doing a fine job. Last question is over to your right coach, Brent. So, so just to follow up there, does, does all that time as a high school coach and then only two games as a college coach, I mean, how much is there really to scout on film of style, kind of approach to plays of a very small window? Yeah, well, if you just, uh, I mean, there's other coaches on the staff, Kent Barrow, I mean, he's, uh, we've got to study, study him, study not just his two games there, but he did at Colorado, what he did at San Jose, San Jose State, Cal. It's, uh, um, it's, never just, it's never just one one coach. A lot of coaches are contributing on any team. There's plenty, plenty to scout. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for umgoblue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.